fait, j'ai voulu te, te téléphoner pour te, te demander allô quelque chose quoi Welcome to Arts Week. I'm your host, Candy Hammond, and my guest today is Judy Hamer, Producing Artistic Director. I think that's your title, Judy. Yes. Okay. Um, at the Academy Playhouse in Orleans. They are currently presenting Company, the Stephen Sondheim classic, through April 23rd. But before we talk, I just want to let you know that Cape Rep and Brewster is currently presenting an original musical, Archibald Avery, through May 7th. You can get tickets for that at caperep.org. And pop-up practices in the park have returned on Saturdays on Main Street in Orleans from 1 to 2. Come and enjoy these free shows outside with your friends and neighbors. This week, it's the Rackline Revival. They say that they are an Americana band with elements of jazz, progressive, and country, whose songs are about community, family, and the lives of working people. And that their music is shaped by life on the edge of the Atlantic. That sounds very interesting to me. <laughs> anyway, that's from 1 to 2 on Saturday, Main Street in Orleans, next to the Orleans Whole Foods store. So welcome, Judy. It's so nice to have you come in Thank today. You. And Thank you. And this is such a switch because I'm so used to you in your role at you were how long were you at Nosset High School? I was at Nosset for 33 years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Which is amazing when I think about it. But you know, Nosset when I when I started was just like this very laid back welcoming school and I fell in love with it oh that's great yeah yeah people just were it was like a family you mm -hmm. know so I know I, I had I had three kids go through that school so I can speak to what a, a great place it is and um so well but it must be very different now uh, it's, it's like very different I mean one of the things we laugh about is that, you know, I wake up in the morning, I can do a bunch of stuff in the morning, and then I drive a mile to, to my job. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. And uh, if Did I you ever expect that this is what your quote unquote retirement would look like? Or? Well, actually, you know, what's so funny is that years ago, Peter Earl and I used to talk uh, about maybe I would take over after he retired. So mm -hmm. It, it kind of was always in the back of my head. Okay. Um, which is, you know, it's just, it's just the way it kind of all fell out, but um, I, I'm very happy with it. I am. Mm -hmm. No, it's, I, I couldn't think of a, a nicer transition. And what I think is just as cool as a former Nosset student now has your old job at Nosset yes. High School. Oh my gosh. Ian Hamilton is just, yeah. Uh, we and you know we talked we actually talked about it ever since he was a freshman in college he went oh, to school wow. he said I want to be a drama teacher I'd like to teach here I said that's fantastic that lines up with my retirement uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually he did spend a year at Nauset last year which was my final year and he helped me out all year so that he you know was able to get his feet wet yeah, and everything definitely got to you learn know? the ropes and yeah now it, we both have acknowledged that if he survives nasa during this construction oh i know he can do anything after that yeah 
because that's a that's it's a lot it's all and they don't have a theater right now so oh my gosh he um they did their fall play here um they did one night of their competition play here and i think they're doing their spring musical at cape rep um you know i think it's mm -hmm. great that the community is all oh, kind of totally to help because i don't want them to go through not having a a, a play that would be horrible you oh, know. definitely. No, yeah. all of the work that they put in all year, they need exactly. to have a production that comes out of right, it. Right, right. So, no, I'm so happy that he uh, he was able to take over and that, you know, it was a smooth transition. Mm -hmm. No. Well, again, you know, it, it just, I keep thinking how different this must be for you. Although now you've had high school students around a lot because of this. <laughs> they're they're going to be here this week too, rehearsing for their musical. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's like yeah, they're just still around, and and some of them have That's done funny. plays here through the year too. So right, it's, it's great to still see them. Yeah, no, I'm sure because yeah, I mean, when you've been a teacher for that long, you know, it's it's in your blood for sure. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm curious, you know, um, before we get into like what's happening you know, in now and then in the future, the history of this building in this theater yes. is just, yes. to me, you know, I was saying to you before we started recording, I moved here as a team in the early 70s. And, um, and at that point, it was the Academy of Performing Arts. And I think, or maybe was it the Arena Theater? It was then? called, well, I think, I think in the yeah. early 70s, it was a the Orleans Theater or something before oh, okay. they became the Academy. Um, the Academy was incorporated in 1975. So there okay. was a few years in between what, what you're talking about that it was like mm -hmm. maybe the Orleans Theater, the Orleans Arena Theater. It, it was just a little bit of something different. Yeah. Um, but prior to that, it was the Arena Theater with the Argo family who ran okay. it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but as we were talking, you maybe you can speak to the, you know the the long story history because it was built what in eighteen in eighteen seventy three it was built oh. and and it was built as the town hall and it served as the town hall from eighteen seventy three to the nineteen fifties um, and uh, we have pictures of uh, fishermen out outside the main door. Uh, I guess they would have to come, like maybe weigh their fish or something. <laughs> oh, so they had fish with them. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, that's why I we try to figure that out. We're like, oh, that's so. Funny. Or maybe they had to show how many fish they caught. I don't, I don't really know, but <laughs> we do have that picture. Um, and uh, you know, I, who knows what else happened here? You know, the town hall was the center of the whole. Mm. Play, oh, the whole town you know everything happened here and uh I think you know the inside of the building is much different you can see walls that were put up through the years mm -hmm. so I don't know the what the layout was originally but I wish I did because that would be very fascinating um but yeah. uh I was telling you earlier um that I met a man who's grandfather was a selectman here when it was a town hall mm. and that was just a wonderful conversation to again to get some of the history yeah. um and I've been wanting to you know when when we had the, the pandemic when we were all just still in lockdown I wanted I had so much time on my hands you know mm -hmm. as everybody did I wanted to go over to the uh, historical society 
but I couldn't obviously close, but I really want to get over there and see if they have old pictures, what they Mm. have, because we only have some, and I'd really like to get more, uh, of the background and, you know, through pictures or whatever. So, but um, yeah, so then in the 1950s, the Argo family uh, took it over, um, I guess bought it. I don't know if they bought the building, you know, um, Mm. how it all plays out. And they had a summer stock theater here and and they uh, created the arena theater, which is a, I mean, you've been, Oh, many times. Here, you know, you know I mean, it's a very now. different type of stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so they created this. I have this booklet that they put together about the the like the reasoning behind an arena stage and, you know, that intimacy it creates and mm. and, and everything. So um, so I've learned a lot about why they did it through this book that I found. Oh, interesting. Um, I know it's it's fun. And then I've talked to Liz Argo, um, uh, you know, about it. And I'd really like to get she she did some um, some of the one axis march that we just did. So I feel like she's you know, she's kind of coming back a little bit. I'd mm-hmm. love to get her. She did. a. I told you uh, later earlier, um, she did a, uh, a show, a movie on her father's and mother's creation of this place as the arena theater and uh and um i would love her to show it here and Mm -hmm. and, you know for to have people here and see you know what the background was i love Mm -hmm. history i love (laughs) i love the whole history of it definitely no and it's um you know and i think back to the shows i've seen there over the years like i remember gip hobby's play about Jackie O and yeah, with the giant yes. puppets and yes all sorts of cool stuff and I I can't imagine the people that have been on that stage it's know, so true time. you're so right and when I first moved here I believe it was Gip Hop he just had there was a, a play it was like about aliens <laughs> he was all about like I think big uh you know, creative, um, mm-hmm. imagination stuff that he wrote. Right. I mean, he was yeah. like, yeah, it, that it was, it was amazing, but, um, yeah, I've been in love with this building, you know, ever since <laughs> I, I moved here. So, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it is really, it's amazing. And it's, I was so worried because, you know, pretty public that there was a big transitional, <laughs> upheaval and everything that's gone on over the last three years and I think many of us who have lived here for a long time were and and interested in the theater were concerned you know was there a future I was panicked you know we we heard in December one of my students told me you know everybody uh it all stopped everything had stopped and nobody had a job anymore and I was like what is happening and I I really, I was panicked because I, I worked here mostly, you know, summers. Right. And um, I loved that. I loved this as a summer job. And yeah, I, we were talking about, they had that big meeting in March mm-hmm. and we all came you know, yeah. with like franticness. Like, of, you could have saved the Academy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, and so I just, I just got on the board at that point and um, started, you know, pounded away at trying to figure out how to save the place mm-hmm. and you know we're 
we're sort of saved. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it, you know, it literally does take a village to have a community theater like Agreed. the Academy, you know, and yeah. it isn't, it, and it takes all kinds of people. It takes the creatives, but it takes carpenters. And, you know, I think you're going through a lot of renovation and yes. reading about you're having like all new windows put in. And so they're not new windows. So um, the historical society was very clear that they want to preserve okay. the windows. So we have um, Nancy Gosh, she's oh, Barrington. I, I used yes, to take okay. I used to take yoga class with Nancy. Yes. She's lovely. And yes. she's she's working on it right now as we speak. Mm -hmm. She um they are doing uh all of the windows over and they uh they reglaze them and they paint them and she's really meticulous and mm -hmm. it's it's gonna those are gonna look beautiful. This is all from a grant from the town. Um That's great. Uh, which is lovely and I I it's I think it's an important building to the town so I'm really glad that they're getting involved mm -hmm. um and the next step in May we'll start uh the clabberds and some of the clabberds will be actually replaced because they're rotting I mean you, you know you can't just paint over them um right right make them okay so it's gonna look beautiful it's gonna look just beautiful because right now it, it's scary looking out there it's just the paint is all chipping and people have said well I can help paint I'm like it's not the just the paint yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it needs more and so um Dennis Casto is our contractor and he is phenomenal and he's gonna do it all and mm -hmm. repurpose or you know re, or, you know if they have to do any of the you know the filigree that's up top it because there's sure. a lot of like very uh, detailed stuff and some mm -hmm. of it might be rotting. And in that case, they will, you know, uh, fix that. But it's mm -hmm. going to it's going to look really pretty. No, it is. And, you know, and it's it is such a grand, you know, building sitting up on the hill like it does and everything. Right. So, you know, it's, right. It is. You know, <laughs> no, it's the way it, that it, hill is difficult to climb. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure yeah, our go. patrons often you know have have a tough time going up that sidewalk it just isn't easy oh i know no out. and given given the demographics of our mm -hmm. our community it's a it's not like exactly. it's filled with 22 year olds <laughs> exactly exactly i just want to tell people if you're just tuning in you're listening to arts week on WOMR and my guest today is Judy Hamer who is the producing artistic director at the Academy Playhouse in Orleans. And so, I mean, it's gotta be, you know, I mean, again, there was a big transition because the Academy used to have a separate school yes. and where there were all kinds of things and that building has been sold. And, um, but it sounds like, you know, you are gonna be, you know, having classes again and returning students and things so yes you know it was a it was a hard it was a really hard decision mm. um but it was the only way we could have we could survive there was no way to get rid of the debt that uh had been accrued mm -hmm. uh it, it, unless we sold the building and it was hard it, like a lot of hard feelings uh came along with that and 
you know, I get it. I do, but it was the only way to, yeah. to keep it as an organization. And um, yeah, we have a piano lessons still going on. We have flute lessons still going on. And I have an acting class for 10 to 14 year olds. Mm-hmm. And we have a vocal class uh, for nine to 16 year olds. Um, and so each, you know, it's so hard because we sold the building during the pandemic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we had some online classes, but you know, it was really just for fun for the right. kids because people were at home, you know, not knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but now we're trying to get serious and get. I'm going to start trying to get some kind of dance classes in here, and maybe some adult stuff. And we even thought of some yoga classes. You know, mm-hmm. I. Somebody was um, talking about chair yoga for the elderly, which Mm -hmm. could be nice, too. So we have a lot of ideas that were floating around. Mm -hmm. Um, And the bottom line is I've got some grants out there for classes. So (laughs) if I get some of those grants and we can really start to do more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, because it's so needed in the community. Absolutely. You know, it's um I think of this every time I look at the paper. And the only thing you see reported about kids is sports. And it's like not every kid is a sport kid. And I right. think it's so important to have arts in our community for all ages. Right. And um, you know, I think that it's um it is very vital. And 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 speaking of vital, you know, I was looking at your website and you've got a full schedule coming up and for their season and yeah so I thought maybe we could talk a little bit like right now like I said you're running company is up and company uh, is so much fun I literally didn't know the play which is a little bit embarrassing because I love Sondheim but I've just uh, never I've never done it and I've never seen it and I love it it's just so much fun but it's also poignant and the cast does an amazing job with it. And uh, uh, DJ Kostka, one of my former students, is the lead, which is so oh, great. Wow. I, I didn't direct it, so we're not talking favoritism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Sue Lindholm is the director. And um, it's just it's just been so much fun to watch these uh, this cast on stage because mm-hmm. they're so fun and they're having they're really having a good time on the stage so it's it's been really great yeah oh that's good and that runs until what was it I April 23rd? The 23rd yes yeah yes and then next up then I saw you're doing Robin Hood. Robin Hood <laughs> yeah. and this is um Robin Hood that was re- rewritten uh, adapted by uh our own Mark Roderick, who is our set designer and builder. Hmm. And he's also one of my former students. Yes, there's a number of them working <laughs> with me. I know there's many of those. And his, his but, twin brother, Adam. <laughs> right. So Adam, uh, you know, poor Adam has to, you know, work the, the family store. <laughs> so oh, so, so he's not as he's not here as much. We ha- are happy when he can be. Uh, but he's married to Sam. Sam Roderick, who is the board president mm-hmm. right now. And I know, and she it. was big. I mean, she was in my daughter. I mean, I'm really dating myself. She was in my daughter's class yes. at Nosset. Yeah. She was in tons of productions in high everything. School. Everything. Yeah. She's been all, all three of these 
uh, the Rodericks have been with me for so long because Adam Roderick was my my tech director at Nauset oh, for wow. a long time, and Mark mm-hmm. would come in and help do. You know, he, he's a, he's a, he's an artist, so he would always mm-hmm. you know help paint everything, and and Sam would help do costumes. They all. They were all like, and it was what a great thing that you want to yeah. give back to your school. But, um, you know, then Sam and um, Adam had a child. And so they had to have a real life, you know, for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been great coming here. And then it's like, we have our own uh, own place to do, you know, whatever we want. And yeah. Mark uh, wrote this play and he... Um, is having the time of his life doing it. Uh, I guess, you know, Robin Hood is one of those, um, he's not like a superhero, but he has that makeup of a superhero, you know? And so it's it's one of those, you know, likable characters that you want to portray on the stage. And he made it sort of into a comedy, which is is really fun. It's oh, a lot of fun. Great. So that he's working hard on it. And they, they had lost, they lost, their director initially because he became very very ill so um, yeah so we're all helping we're just all kind of hands all hands on deck because it you know it it, it's it became a a kind of scary situation for uh the play you know is this going to go forward or not so anyway so we're working really hard on it oh good yeah and And then then after after that that, yes Oklahoma which another I'm, classic oh my god I love Oklahoma so much. <laughs> it's the first first um musical I saw on Broadway many many oh, years wow. ago and uh I love it um uh Terrence Brady is directing it and I'm helping him I'm helping him because I'm obsessed with Oklahoma uh-huh. <laughs> but I've been, trying keep not, away. I've been trying not to direct too many shows a year mm-hmm. uh because uh I, I just feel like it lends itself better to things when like there's a number of different ways people are doing things and different creative minds that are thinking and not just my way, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just helping out and, uh, and that's going to be in the middle in, in mid June. I can't remember if it's the 12th that it opens or the 11th that it opens. Um, mm. Let me see. Uh, it is um, okay. Let's see. Um, or the oh no, it's the fifteenth. It's the fifteenth. I was completely wrong. Um, it's June. the fifteenth, and then it it will end um, the third. This is June, right? Um, or yes, July. Uh, July. It'll July. end the and then after. The yeah. 9th of July it ends. The 9th okay. of July it ends. And then American Idiot opens on the 27th of July. And that runs through the 20th of August. Okay. Yeah. So um you have a busy summer. Busy summer. And we picked two completely different plays. Yeah, which very I different. really like that because you you're gonna get two completely different, well, not all, I shouldn't say completely different audiences. Some will some people will come to both, but but you know, you're different age groups, you know, being attracted to them. And 
Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun having two completely different things happening. Mm-hmm. And then we also have Winnie the Pooh in the, in the summer. I was going to ask there. I yeah. thought there has to be a kids yes. play. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I have three women who are all helping direct it, which is going to, it's going to be amazing. They all wanted to do it. Um, uh, and uh, uh, Sam Gavoni and um, Corinne Castro, Castro and uh, Jen, um, I can't believe I'm not thinking of her last name, but um, Kangas, Jen Kangas, sorry. Um, (laughs) And uh, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, And I I like the fact that three adult women are helping with it because it will just make it so much more, so much more, Mm -hmm. you know, with the kids because they can have a lot of kids and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's our summer. Yeah. It's going to be great. It is going to be great. No, it's, you know, I was thinking as I was getting ready to talk to you about, you know, a, a couple of things. It's like, you know, well, one, I wanted to ask you, is like, how do you foresee the future? Because I know over the winter, you did a lot of local things. You had, you know, nights of, you know, many, you know, several of local playwrights yes, and yes. things like that. Do you want to see the theater doing more of that kind I of thing? I want to include that every year. Um, Mm -hmm. we, I think that there is a way to do it, um, so that it's not like the, the whole focus of the theater, but that it's an important focus of the theater Mm -hmm. that, uh, to, to have, to embrace the local playwrights, to embrace Mm -hmm. local, um, you know, artists and uh, of all kinds. Um, because that's, I feel like that's what a community theater should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to look at that as I'm doing a few other things in September. Um, I have, a, a play John Hanwright, uh, wrote finishing touch, which we're going to do one weekend in September. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are going to have, uh, uh, Rachel, um, Hishak is going to be putting together and I'm, I'm not sure. I think she's going to back off of actually showing this this year but she is putting together a musical improv class um and so I think she wants to put it together and work on it for maybe like a number of months before they actually show the Mm -hmm. public um in my head I can't even put together a musical improv it sounds really really difficult (laughs) (laughs) well Rachel's very very talented so (laughs) it will be he is and so and she's really excited about it so so that's going to be happening. So yeah, I do. I want it. You know, I've been I've been trying to have people like come to me and tell me. But but on the other hand, like I want them to tell me what they can do. But I also I want to be a you know that's not all I want to do. I want to make mm-hmm. sure because because we have to make sure we still are making money. Which right, exactly. I know. You know that's, yeah, that's the reality. Right, uh, because as much as I love uh, the local playwrights and artists you've got to have a big musical to bring in money. Right. You know, and, right, and right. so it, it, it does get difficult to kind of like juggle it all, you know, mm-hmm. but yes, um, I would like to make sure we, we, and, and I like, I like the fact that we're having the high school come in at some point. I, I think we have sometime this summer, the, the jazz band um, coming in mm. uh, to do something again, but they don't have a, they don't have an auditorium. Um, so 
Yeah. Now, and I wanted to ask, you know, speaking of you got to make money and you need help. Are there volunteer opportunities for people that are interested? You know, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, we always need um, ushers. We mm-hmm. always need bartenders. Um, we we could use people who greet um, the the patrons as they come in. So, uh, absolutely. And then I just have like everybody who volunteers um, who come in. They do backstage stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Jen Kangas, who is in the other room and doing so <laughs> much right now, uh, you know, people like her just come in and 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 help out with things all yeah. the time, which I is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, well, absolutely. if people if people are interested in volunteering or getting tickets or whatever, what is the best way for people so to reach out? So if they're interested in volunteering or getting tickets, um, they can. Um, do a number of tickets, go on our website, uh, which is academyplayhouse.org and you Mm -hmm. can buy tickets right there. Um, And if you want to volunteer, uh, box office at Mm academyplayhouse.org, you know, right to, that's our box office manager, Lori, who is amazing. Um, And she will get the volunteers going for anything. So, Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Judy, for being willing to talk to me today and for doing so much to help revive this much needed part of our community, the Academy Playhouse. So thank you. Thank Thank you, you, Andy. And I wish you luck all over, you know, the summer with all of your shows. Uh, Thanks. And I will see everybody next time on Arts Week. Pour te te demander Allo quelque chose quoi yeah. mm. Quelque chose quoi